All right, James chapter 1. James 1. <clears throat> been about a week and a half since we've been here, but James just taught us, or last time he taught us, how to receive the Word of God as children of God, if you remember that. He taught us to receive it with meekness. And beloved, that's whether you're reading it for yourself, but I think mainly the text speaks of hearing it. We see there, James 1.19, we'll read from last time, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay apart or cast away all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. Superfluity means abundance of naughtiness, overabundance of naughtiness, sinfulness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word means implanted, which is able to save your souls. So not only must we receive the Word of God with meekness, the Scriptures also teach us we must hold on to it. We must receive it, and we must hold on to it. Beloved, we must keep it. And the Psalms teaches us we must hide it in our hearts. In fact, Paul told Timothy this, as far as receiving and keeping the Word, he told Timothy, he said, hold fast the form or the pattern of sound words which thou hast heard of me in faith and in love which is in Christ Jesus. And so, beloved, we're to hold it fast. Hebrews 2.1, therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard. That is the biblical things which we have heard. To give heed to them. To pay attention to them. To receive them. Listen, if your heart's full of sin, you're not going to receive the word. You ever try and talk to somebody who's, who's angry or maybe full of pride or just dead set against hearing the word? They're not going to receive it. Unfortunately, sometimes that's how people come to church, come to the gathering. Or if they hear something, they're just going to, no, I don't, I don't want to hear that. And so that's why it's important to come to the word submissive to the Lord in meekness. Hebrews says, therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. You hear people say, well, it slipped my mind. I thought about this today. How often have we forgotten things that God has shown us in his word? In truth, we probably forget a lot more than we keep. I I pray that it'd be the other way around. But our minds, and this slip means leak out. So our minds are like leaky vessels. And, beloved, sometimes that's because of what's, what our minds are filled with. And rather than it leaking out, we just eject it. And so we need to take heed. But, beloved, receiving the Word of God and keeping the Word in your heart is what readies you for what James is going to teach us next in verse 22 to 25. Receiving the words, it's key. We must receive the word, and we must receive it the right way. Because if we don't receive it the right way, and it's, if it's not engrafted in our hearts, if it's not implanted in our hearts, we're not going to, really, we're not going to be doers of the word, and that's where we are. Verse 22 
James says, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. So he says, yes, hear, but don't just hear. He says, if you're only a hearer, then you're deceiving your own selves. And you think about that. How many Christians only hear the word, but that's all? James says, if that's all you do, you're deceiving yourself. He goes on to explain, for if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, doer means practice it, obey it, do the work that it commands us, labor in it. So if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man beholding his natural face in a glass. That word glass is a mirror. For he beholdeth himself, and he goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, those two words looketh into, it means to stoop down. Or have you ever looked in a mirror and you see something, you go, and you get real close. Because you're trying to see maybe a pimple or something. Or you're trying to see a speck or, or some dirt on your face. So that's what that word means. Those words mean whoso looketh into means to stoop down, look closely and carefully. Whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, and that's obviously where we want to be. Listen, it ought to pain us to read the word of God and then forget everything that we read 10 minutes later we don't want to be forgetful hearers he being not a forgetful hearer and he doesn't forget because he looked closely and carefully but a doer of the work this man shall be blessed in his deed let's pray help us father we pray oh God give us father truth for the remaining part of this week that we might honor you and glorify you. Forgive us for our sins, O God. We confess them to thee. I confess mine. Each one must confess their own. But Father, it is our desire to not sin. Father, I pray you would help us with your grace and strength for that. And we'll give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. This is where your faith is put to work. Remember, James says, show me your faith. So this is where your faith is put to work. So after hearing the word of God, God expects you to do the word. It's not just hearing. We must do what the scriptures say. We must practice it. We must obey it. But don't do the word like this. Don't do the word just for the sake of doing. Don't just do things that the word says for the sake of compliance or to heartlessly fill a religious square don't just do something heartlessly beloved if we do if we do the word don't be hearers of the word but doers of the word if i do the word i should want to do it with heart and whatsoever you do do it heartily as to the lord and not unto men that's colossians and whatsoever you do do it heartily. Believe heartily and then so do heartily.
But if we would do heartily, it's important that the word of God be hearkened to and then engrafted and implanted into your heart. In other words, it needs to be cultivated in your heart. But if you refuse to receive the word with meekness, your doing will end up being mechanical and forced and without heart. And that's not how we want to do the word. Yeah, well, I want to be a doer of the word, but I don't want to just be one that complies with it without heart. Listen, the last thing any of us should want or desire is to live the Christian life mechanically and heartlessly. Doing to be outwardly compliant is not the Christian life. It's not the Christian life. Jesus in John 14, turn there. In John 14 and verse 15, I want you to read these with me. But in John 14, 15, Jesus said, if you love me, and these four words, brethren, that's the definition of what it means to be a Christian. This is what should define you, define you if you're a Christian, if you love me. If you love me. Jesus says, if, if you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. If you love Christ, it'll dictate how you keep them verse 21 he that hath my commandments and keepeth them he it is that loveth me and he that loveth me shall be loved of my father and i will love him and will manifest myself to him jesus saith unto him not iscariot lord how is it that thou will manifest thyself unto us and not to the world jesus said unto him if a man love me he will keep my words you could put do there he will do my words. And my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not doeth not my sayings, keepeth not my sayings. And the word which he hears, not mine, but the Father's which sent me. John in 1 John 2.29 said this, just listen. He said, he that doeth righteousness, doeth righteousness. We have the righteousness of Christ because of Christ as Christians. But now John says, he that doeth righteousness, he does it because he's born of God. So if you're born of God, you should be a doer of righteousness. 1 John 2.29 Listen, if we would be doers of the word, we must first put away the sin that so easily besets us, so often and easily besets us, so that we might receive the word. In fact, James says that before here. He says, wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. Lay apart your sin and receive with meekness the engrafted word. If you don't lay apart your sin, if you don't lay aside your sin, if you don't put aside sin, you're not going to receive the word with humility and meekness. And beloved, that's, one of the keys here. So it's hearing, it's hearkening, it's obeying, it's submitting, it's laying aside your sin. And beloved, if you're doing that and you're receiving the word with meekness, well then the word will bring forth in you a active doing. Don't just hear it, but do it. Listen, when we obediently put away our sins, we are doing the word. You put away your sins, you're doing the word. You're out, that, that is doing. But how 
will we know our sins and our wickedness unless we receive the word with meekness? And so that's important. So next, if you hear the word, but you never do what God commands you to do, you're deceiving yourself. That's the next thing that James writes to us. And listen, there's a lot of, there's a lot of deception out there in the world that you and I need to be aware of. We need to be vigilant of. There's a lot of spiritual deception. There's a lot of deception among Christians in churches. Satan is behind most of it, but the worst type of deception, beloved, is when you deceive yourself. He that trusts in his own heart is a fool. Listen, when somebody tells you that they're not going to listen to the word for what they believe, which is something subjective, it's like being deceived. James likens a hearer and not a doer to one that is self-deceived. In fact, in James 1.26, the next verse, and we'll be there next time, James says, Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows. On the, I'm sorry, it's, it's the verse before that. If any man among you seem to be religious, seem to be religious, and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. So he talks about that. The Bible says in other places, let no man deceive you with vain words. But beloved, don't deceive yourself. Look at Matthew chapter 7 and verse 24. Listen, the worst type of deception is self-deception. James says if you're a hearer of the word, but not a doer, you're deceiving your own self. Deceiving your own self. This is the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 7, 24. Jesus says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them. So it's hearing and doing. I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, because it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not. So there's hearers that do not do what Jesus says. They shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And you know the rest of the story. The rain came and the floods blew and beat upon that house. And it fell and great was the fall of it. In the synoptic passage in Luke 6.46, Jesus says, Why do you call me Lord? And do not the things that I say. It's not that you don't hear what I say. It's that you don't do what I say. Why call you me Lord, Lord? And do not the things that I say. And so James again. Show me thy faith without thy works. And I will show thee my faith by my works. And so beloved. To hear and not do. Our Christianity is to be a hearing by faith coupled with a doing by faith. Doing in obedience to our faith. And so we're to be hearers and doers. Next, James likens the word to a spiritual mirror. You remember the old cartoon, mirror, mirror on the wall. Remember that? And the mirror talked back. Well, we have a spiritual mirror that speaks to us. And so James likens 
the Word of God to a mirror. Question for you, how often in a day do you look at yourself in the mirror? Try it out, count tomorrow. Is there ever a day when you don't look at yourself in the mirror? And some look at themselves in the mirror quite a lot. We all do it. We look in the mirror. Sometimes we get really close. I get really close to see I got, when I shave, I got, I got hairs that grow out of my face way up here at the top, so I have to get real close to shave them. But we get really close if we see a blemish or if we see dirt, if we have something in our teeth, if we have a speck in our eye, we get really close to the mirror. Look at verse 23 and 24 again. James. If any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man or a woman beholding his natural face in a glass or in a mirror. Looking at your face in a mirror. This is a forgetful hearer. He beholds himself and goes his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. James's point here is when you see something on your face in the mirror that needs to be tended to, you always tend to it. Which one of you go to the mirror and see a big grease smudge on your face and you walk away and leave it like that? Nobody does that. We all fix it. Ladies, when you go to the mirror and you put your makeup on and do what you do, if you see something that's not right, you fix it. To be a hearer of the word and not a doer is like looking into the spiritual mirror of the word, seeing yourself in the light of the word of God, seeing your wickedness, seeing your besetting sins in the light of God's word, but then walking away from that spiritual mirror and doing nothing about what the mirror showed you. The mirror. You looked at it, God spoke to you, and you walked away with the big black spirit, spiritual smudge, and you did nothing about it. Listen, we always do business with the mirror on the wall. How often do we fail to do business in the mirror of God's word? After we've looked into it, after God's spoken to us. Listen, it's not the mirror on the wall that we need to so often be looking into. But you and I need to often be looking into the mirror of God's word that we might cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit. Beloved, that we might see what God is showing us. That you might be conformed to the image of Christ. Listen, we look at the mirror and we fix ourselves up till we like what we see. We need to look into the spiritual mirror. We need to look into the mirror of God's word. And we need to ask ourselves, am I conforming to the image of Christ? Am I being renewed in the spirit of my mind? Am I being transformed by the truth of God's word? Or am I just leaving what is natural and worldly 
and not looking for that which is spiritual and godly. Listen, don't let it be, child of God, that when you gather with the saints to hear God's word, that you look into the perfect law of liberty. James calls the word the perfect law of liberty. Don't let it be that when you gather with the saints, that you look into God's perfect law of liberty, into the mirror of God's word, but afterward go your way and do nothing about what you saw and forget what God showed you about yourself. And then finally, the blessing of those who hear and do the word. And that's how James ends this little section. He says, but whoso looketh into, and it's a careful looking into. It's like carefully looking into the mirror. And this is where you want to be, Christian. This is how you want to look into the word of God. You want to look into it like a mirror and you want God to speak to you. You want God to tell you what it is that you need to fix about your life. You have to look into it honestly and sincerely and say, God, help me speak to me. And beloved, that's where you want to be. James calls the mirror of the word the perfect law of liberty. He says, whoso looketh into it and continues to look into it and continues therein and you don't forget it. You don't walk away from it and leave what you saw. You look at this and you see what God shows you about yourself. You see that which is natural and needs to be changed, the old man, and you want to put on the new man. And so you look into it and you continue in it. You might wonder, what is, God, what is the perfect law of liberty? Well, I don't believe it's the law of Moses, because if it was, we know the law of Moses would only bind and burden us and put us under a heavy yoke. The law of Moses didn't liberate, it bound. But I believe it's, it's the gospel, beloved. It's the word of God's truth by which we continue to be liberated from our sin, beloved. We continue to be freed from wickedness. That's the Christian life. When God saved me, I was freed from my sins because of Jesus Christ. If the Son shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. I continue to need to be liberated from my sin from the old man, from the natural man. This freedom and liberty are most prominent in our lives when we are looking often into the mirror of God's word and by faith doing it. Hence the blessing of the doer of God's word. Whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein. Listen, this is not deep theology. This should be understandable to any child of God. Look into the Word of God sincerely, honestly, seriously, attentively. Hearken unto it. And then do what it says. Obey the truth of God's Word. Don't forget it. Don't be a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. Here he calls it not the Word, but the work. Paul said to the Thessalonians, we remember your work of faith, your work or labor of love in Christ Jesus. Beloved, the Christian life is a doing, it's a work, it's a labor of love, love to Christ. But when we 
hear the word, when we see what the word is saying to us, we continue therein and we do the word. Beloved, that's where the blessing comes. This man, this woman shall be blessed in their doing, in their deed. That's the Christian life. And it might seem like, well, you just got to kind of follow this recipe. No, beloved, you follow the recipe by faith and you trust God. And God will bless you in that. Remember, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Listen, for the lost that are out there, many of the lost are hearers only. But they don't do what the word says. And of course, yes, they're deceived. Beloved, do what Christ says. I say, beloved sinner, you must do what Christ says if, if you would receive the blessing of salvation. So be hearers of the word and not doers only. Amen. Let's dismiss in prayer. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for this passage in the book of James. I thank you for how it has helped me, O oh God. And I pray that you would help us all, Father to not simply be hearers, forgetful hearers, and not doers of the word, doers of what you show us about ourselves. Father, help us to look into the perfect law of liberty. Father, to see that which you are showing us about ourselves, O oh God. Let us not look into the perfect law of liberty and, Father, see our sin or see our wickedness or see things that, we should change and walk away without doing anything. Oh God, help us. Help us as your children. Help us with your grace. Father, help us by your power to walk this Christian life. We need you, oh God. We ask that you would forgive us where we have failed in this, oh God. And help us as we go forward. And we'll give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen.